Welcome to the Pasquani Chapel. This chapel was dedicated to Pasquani campers and counselors who died during World War I. A plaque for that is right over there by the entrance. Our service is here using Episcopal format that has been down, passed down to us since the first years of camp. Most of us here, though, don't come from an Episcopal tradition, including me. Together we hold a variety of beliefs and faiths, including the belief that there is no God. If you asked each of us what his sense of God or higher power is, you would probably get 120 different answers. For that reason, our talks here focus not on theology, not on the nature of God, but since Pasquani's earliest days, we talk about how we want to live. We talk about the central values of our community, values that are held up by all religious and non-religious traditions, how we should live. We can never find a tradition and practice to cover everybody, but without an established tradition, the prayers could become superficial, and for that reason, we stay with an Episcopal service as a central structure, as a link to Pasquani's past, and over the years, we've built a depth of knowledge about the hymns, the prayers, and the ritual. But we've also found prayers and hymns from other religious and non-religious sources that have underscored the values that we hold highest. We add those to our chapel service as we find them, and so if you find something good, please pass it on to me so we can include it. Many of the prayers we say here come from the Judeo-Christian tradition. The Psalms are from the Torah or Old Testament, the readings from the New and Old Testament. And you may have noticed as you came in, Josh Birchie's mezuzah, which is from the Jewish tradition and hangs on the entrance to a house as a blessing for the home. I encourage you to bring other symbols as well. We use sayings and prayers from Buddhist, Islamic, and secular Sanskrit texts because truth comes to us from every quarter. Wisdom comes to us from all peoples, of races, nationalities, economic backgrounds, and beliefs. As the hymn that we were about to sing says, from differing times and manners. Many of our hymns are from the Episcopal hymnal, as they are today. Some of those are also included in Jewish hymnals. But listen to the words of the hymns and of the prayers. Even if you do not believe every word, there are powerful messages in them that we can all believe in and practice and how we live each day. What is important to us here is not those religious beliefs, but the values that we discuss. And each Sunday, we will discuss a different value or ideal. Respect, friendship, honesty, thoughtfulness and consideration, doing what's right versus doing what may be popular in the moment, kindness, consideration, and tolerance for others, and courage. Year after year, we talk about these same topics because they're the values that we all need to keep in the front of our minds. They keep us growing. And this chapel is our place to stop and think about them. To stop and think. You'll hear us say often that at Pasquani, the activities are a means to the end. They are not an end in themselves, a means to an end. It is not so much what activities we do, 
is the way we do those activities, the way we treat others, the support, the respect we show for others and for ourselves. The activities are the means to the great ends and values we talk about here, up on Tree Talk Ridge, and in circles in our dorms. Values that we try to put into practice, and then when we leave, to take home to our various communities. We spend less time in chapel than almost anywhere else at camp. We spend more time on the lake, in the lake, at the theater, on hobs with the courts, in the shop, in the dining hall. But this chapel is where we set the goals that make Pasquani work, where we set our eyes on our best, and where we set our vision as a community on what we want to become. Today I want to speak with you about opportunity, our responsibility to seize those opportunities while we can, and about kindness. Close your eyes for a moment. Picture the last day of this summer. You're getting ready to walk out of this chapel to go home, and you're feeling great about the season behind you. Stop and think, how do you want to be different then? Do you want to have made new friends? Do you want to have helped someone else? Do you want to have learned a new skill? Do you want to have accomplished something challenging? Do you want to have more self-confidence? Do you want to be kinder? How do you want to grow this summer? Please open your eyes. Does anyone mind sharing what they were thinking about, opportunities that they're thinking about for the summer? Jackson? Becoming more of a leader. Others? Aubrey? Being better at public speaking. Being better at public speaking. Bennett? Trying a new activity that you wouldn't normally do. Trying a new activity that you wouldn't normally do. Sailing? Henry? Not only yourself doing something challenging, but helping others do something challenging. Not only doing something yourself that's challenging, but helping someone else do something that's challenging. Get fitter. Get in better shape. Absolutely. Other things you thought about? Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Gavin. Learn how to eat different foods. Absolutely. These ideas are all opportunities. All of those opportunities are there in front of us. All of them are like a seed in the ground, waiting for us to water them, to care for them, and to help them grow into the light of day. Please close your eyes for a second time. Imagine once again it is the end of summer, but you did not reach that opportunity you had in mind. You look back on your summer now with regret. Ask yourself, what went wrong? What got in the way? Please open your eyes again. Thank you. What gets in our way of going after the opportunities that are right in front of us? Aubrey. They can be challenging. They can be challenging. Some, sometimes they're just hard. Elliot. Self-doubt. Self-doubt. Tell me more about that.
buddies that what are they going to think of me? What are my peers going to think of me? And that's just... If I'm standing up for something's right, it's going to be very hard to think about what are my peers going to think of me? It's just going to sacrifice, hurt my friendships. Clay. Anxiety to start something new. Anxiety to start something new. Lorenzo. Being afraid to fail. Jackson. Afraid of retaliation from others. If I do this, maybe they're going to be mean to me because of it. Chase. Laziness. Right? I'll do that tomorrow. Crew. I'll do it tomorrow. Robert. Afraid to step outside your comfort zone. Some of you have mentioned already, to seize opportunity, we must overcome fear. That sounds simple enough, but fear is a powerful force. Self-doubt is a powerful, powerful force. What are some of the things we say to ourselves when something scares us? What do we say that gets in the way? Tail. I'll, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll swim that half mile later. Sammy. What's someone going to think of me? If I go out on stage and I do this funny thing, maybe people, maybe no one's going to laugh. Will. Someone else is better at it than me. I'll never be good enough. Tucker. Is it worth it? Right? The long walk, the short walk, that hike on Wednesday, is it worth it? Is that summit going to be worth it? Buckley. I can't do this. Before I've even started, I've closed the opportunity off. James. No one's making me do it. I don't have to go canoeing. I don't have to go to the shop. James. Not knowing where to start. Maybe it's hard for me to make friends. Maybe it's hard for me to connect to people. How do I start doing that? I don't even know. Oliver. They're not doing this. Why should I? They're not doing it. Why should I? We are experts at talking ourselves out of doing things. We are experts at closing our own doors. We are experts at self-doubt. To envision our ability to learn new things, to become even better versions of ourselves, we must have a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. What is a growth mindset? Anthony. A positive mindset. You want to add to that? Bennett? I can't do this yet. I can't do this yet. Olivier. I'm not good at it now, but I'm going to get better at it later. I'm going to keep on trying. Amanda. Being kind to yourself. Tell me more about that, Amanda. Not holding yourself to too high a standard and not beating yourself up if you don't do as well as you thought at first. My father used to tell a story of when I would try to make Legos when I was three or four, and I would look, I'd try it one time and couldn't do it and thought that was it. I should never try to play with Legos again. I did keep playing with Legos, fortunately. Sammy? Self-confidence, right? Believing in yourself. Some of you may, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead, Brian. If I can't do this perfectly, it's not worth doing. I have to nail every note. 
Some of you may know that phrase, growth mindset, comes from Carol Dweck, the famous American psychologist, and parenthetically, Mr. Vinny's former graduate school teacher. She found that when someone thought they could grow, that their abilities, their intelligence, the ability to sail a boat, the ability to run loop after loop, the ability to figure out a puzzle, if they thought they could grow, they grew. If we see ourselves as able to figure out challenges, if we see ourselves as able to overcome obstacles, we do. If, on the other hand, we think our abilities are fixed, if we think there isn't going to be any possibility that I could do that new thing, that challenging thing, if we avoid risks because we're scared, we won't grow. Avoid thinking, I'll never learn to play music like those guys did last night, or I'll never be able to swim like Sam Randall, or I could never make something like, in, like Amanda does in the shop. Go after it. Don't let it bother you that you are not good at it yet. Practice that thinking. I'm not good at it yet. You will make mistakes, and that is how we all learn. How many of you will make a mistake this summer? All right, we've gotten that out of the way. Don't let the fear of a mistake slow you down. Some of you may have seen the documentary about Michael Jordan, who we can discuss later if he was the greatest basketball player of all time. At one point in the documentary, someone asks if he was afraid to take a big shot in a game to help the team win. And he turned back and said, why would I be afraid of a shot I haven't even taken yet? Don't let an imaginary future fear slow you down. None of us can become our best selves alone. None of us can become our best selves alone. One of the great things about this community is that we are small enough to know each other well. We are able to watch people seize opportunities right in front of us and to see them grow. We bring out the best in each other through kindness and through encouragement. Why do we talk and care so much about kindness here? Rob? Makes everyone feel better? Olivier? We want to be treated kindly, so we try to treat others with kindness. Is that Gavin? Let me know. I'll come back to you, okay? James? Builds community. Is that why? It's a large factor of a community. Sam? If everyone's kind to each other, the relationships in the camp will be stronger. Doug? If everyone's kind to each other, they won't be afraid to fail. Because yeah. everyone's kind about it, and that's encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki? Um, it fosters an environment of growth. It fosters an environment what? Of growth. Of growth. It fosters that growth. Come back here. <laughs> what are the ways that we encourage each other here? If you were saying if we're kind, that helps, but what are the other ways that we encourage each other? Tail. Just say good job or you can do it. 
Say good job. Say you can do it. Help build somebody up. Ian, you'll do better next time, right? The best baseball players in the world strike out seven out of ten times. Olivier. Helping those people who come to us for advice. They're coming to us for help. Lorenzo. Uh, we do difficult tasks together. We do difficult tasks together. Can you tell me a little bit about those, Lorenzo? No, like an example? Absolutely. Nicholas? Helping someone if they're doing something incorrectly. Right? For some people, this might be the first time you've really picked up a broom and swept a dorm, or maybe worked in a kitchen before, or done any of these little duties, little traditions that we have. Absolutely. Kindness is the richest soil to nourish our dreams. And encouragement is the water and sunlight that helps us pull those dreams up out of the ground. Part of practicing kindness is unlearning prejudice against those who are different from us. Unlearning. Our uniforms, our simple living without too many possessions, make some of those differences easier to forget. But let's think about them for a moment. What types of walls and divisions do people create between each other? Why? Age. Age. Go ahead. Who's cool and who's not cool? I can't see right next to you, but your years at camp. Thank you, Benham. Yeah. Um, what cabin you're in? What cabin you're in? Ian. Social class. Great. If some, just someone's just different than you. I don't know how they're just different than me. Reese. Height. Jackson. Sexual orientation. Taylor. Race. Brian. What was it? Hair color. Why? Personality. Bennett. Religion. Dale. Skill. Chase. Clothing, what kind of shoes do you have? Gavin? Culture. Culture. Rabbit. Um, nationality of origin or your first language? Nationality of origin, your first language. Mikey. Talents. Talents. Liam. Where you came from. Michael. Intellect. Intellect, how smart you are. Brian. Your background. Aubrey. Your interests. Your interests. Ethan. Gender. Your gender. Yeah. How strength how strong you are. What does your body look like? Absolutely. It has become easier, faster, and seemingly less consequential to be mean and cruel to people you we know or may not know than almost any other time in human history. But you are not growing up in a world where there is more meanness than there was before. We are all just in a world where it is easier to see that meanness on a daily basis. And that makes the moments in front of us all the more important. Because those opportunities are there. Those things you thought about, 
when you closed your eyes, they are right there. But the time to seize those opportunities will not always be there. To embrace responsibility for ourselves, for how we treat each other, to embrace the responsibility of going after our own dreams, we must realize that time and opportunity are fleeting. We must avoid a decadent attitude that we will always have more time. I can always learn that later. He'll always be around later. Later my life will be better. I can get better at that tomorrow. Nothing is promised to us but this moment. Now is our time. Mary Oliver, in one of her poems, said, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? What is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? I invite you to dream of opportunities here. I invite you to step out, to try something new, even if it is just a small step at first. I invite you to let go of fear. I invite you to believe in yourself and to believe in the friendships that you can make here. I invite you to show kindness and encouragement. I invite you to embrace responsibility for yourself and for others. I invite you to be happy here. We need each of you. Each of you has something to give this community that no one else can. Each of you is a gift to us. What will you do with your one wild and precious summer? The greatest projects are yet to be constructed. The greatest skits are yet to be written. The greatest competitions are yet to be played. The greatest friendships yet to be made. And the strongest communities are yet to be built. And they are to be built by you. Let us rise and sing hymn number 576.